Beach balls are flying and drinks are flowing. Welcome, passengers, to your luxury cruise sponsored by the wonderful people at Goop. Goop! What? Why are you... What are you doing, exactly? <laughs> this is your Captain Alan speaking. As always, I'm joined by my co-captain, Matt. Hello, passengers. I hope you are here to welcome energies and envelop yourself in healing crystals. Whatever the hell that means, but for the next week, you'll be enjoying everything on the high seas as we travel along the picturesque western coast, making stops at some of our country's most beautiful locations. Feeling hot? Be sure to visit the water park on the second deck. And make sure that you visit our Lord and Savior, Miss Paltrow, <laughs> to make sure that she is able to give you her avocado mattress and her emerald jade face mask. And this evening, bring the whole family down for some live entertainment at our renowned Chuckle Bar and Grill, Subdeck 4. Please note that we will no longer be serving any cows that had names in the bar. No <laughs> cows with names. But we will be having entertainment. Matt, why don't you go ahead and tell us who's performing tonight at the Chuckle Bar and Grill. We have world-renowned cellist Yo-Yo Ma joining us. He'll be playing Vivaldi's Four Seasons Suite in its entirety with no breaks. You can also find the comedic stylings of one Bill Burr happening concurrently across the room. And if live entertainment is not your thing, you can certainly go see our movie theater. Alan, do you want to tell them what's showing tonight? Sure. We have on board this very cruise liner two members of a highly popular podcast, and they have agreed to show their podcast at the theater. There will not be any actual live footage of their podcast, but what we will see are very calming images, such as whales beaching, babies being born, and some wind blowing through some grass. Why don't we go ahead and play a little snippet of that 24-hour performance for all of you right now. And thank you once again for riding on the SF scoop, going places no one asked us to go before. Hello and welcome to Six Degrees of Celebration. I'm Alan. I'm Matt. And we are here on this beautiful day, the day that the universe has gifted us and the energy inside <laughs> us is bright. Well, when you say the SS goop, I'm like, I'm going to go with the goop joke. Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the like, oh, well, do you have your jade egg inside of your crystal chalice? <laughs> How are you doing? It has been a long couple days. And I mean that in like the truest way possible. Didn't you have a shorter week this week? I did, and life has been like, not today, bitch, and like, <laughs> throwing a whole bunch of shit my way. Oh, well, that's life trying to cram all the karma into like the first couple days. <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking. You uh, must do some things at the end of the week that really fuck up the universe. For sure. Oh, I, it has to have been something. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Uh, uh, okay, that's a lie. Today sucked <laughs> really bad. It was a fine day, but just a lot of stuff didn't go the way. I, I went to sit down and record something like my own individual project. I recorded for half an hour before I realized I wasn't recording. It's just <laughs> embarrassing. That's just for me. Yeah. 
But I do have a special guest here with me this evening because I really wanted to dive into something that's been bothering me. I know we've talked previously about how there's lots of terminology the new generation uses <laughs> that we are not privy to. Correct. We aren't in the know and therefore we kind of get left by the side. Uh, we're not sitting at the right lunchroom tables, that kind of stuff. So I have with me a professor on alpha <laughs> terminology for the alpha generation. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Professor... Uh, it is Professor uh, Bean. <laughs> Professor Bean. Professor Bean, tell us, I, through context clues, have already come up with my own understanding of this terminology, but I'm curious to see what you and your professional opinion, how would you define mm -hmm. the word drip? Uh, well, well, you see, that's quite simple. A drip is a, a swaggy or a very quality clothing that you adorn on your uh, uh, body. And you put it all over your flesh and it has like a really nice like you know it's a real fashion to it it's really high quality so so do we want drip you do want drip all right you don't want to drop you want it you want to drip don't want to drop it, yes listen it's, it's come to a simple category when someone looks at your clothing like is it drip or is it drop like if it's drip that's like oh that's nice but if it's dropped then like off the cliff get him out of here drop you is another term that <laughs> listen you only hired me for the one lesson all right <laughs> That's right. I'm fair. Uh, fair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, okay. So why? Because drip is a verb, uh, correct? Or uh, no, it's it's more of a noun because it's it's a type of clothing, or it, it refers to a section of clothing, right? But when something drips, <laughs> drip in the traditional sense, referring to water, yes, is a verb. But that's not what we're talking about. Matt, do you have any questions? I, I, I'm going to the internet to verify this. <laughs> we have we have a an expert in the room. No, but like, so it's, I mean, it's a noun and a verb. Okay, so when referring to the garments, it's a noun. Do you say that is a drip? No, I say they've got the drip. It's a proper noun. According to the Urban Dictionary, drip is an adjective to describe your outfit, similar to swag, sauce, steez, <laughs> and swank. Used in a sentence, main, my outfit is dripping right now. Friend, your outfit wet as fuck. And then there's a gif of a dripping faucet. So when we are wearing the drip, or when we when we have obtained the drip, we are dripping. Yes. Okay, I think I get it. I got it. Is drip only in video games? No. You could have like a really cool coat, and that's the drip. Yes. Do you understand a, a major way that most people know about the noun drip? I I don't actually. Can it refers to a, a classic meme depicting uh, Goku doing a pose where he's wearing supreme clothing, AKA the drip, all right? And he's doing the pose, right? And it's, that's referring to the clothing, right? It's a certain style of it, right? Well, you're saying right, and I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's like it's like if you were teaching a kid math and you're like two plus two, right? And plus means addition, which means we put them together, right? I'm trying like, to make I sure you're no, listening, right? I'm listening. I don't, I don't know your school history. Well, I don't know the Goku Supreme. Well, he's wearing supreme clothing, it's a clothing line. Wait, <laughs> Goku, the Super Saiyan? Well, he's just a Saiyan, all right. In the meme, he's he is in, he's in his base form. So there is <laughs> a meme of Goku wearing supreme clothing. Look, if you look up Goku drip right now, okay. you will find exactly what I'm referring to. I didn't actually know about this. Look, there it is. <laughs> oh man, he looks dope. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be video games, but it is. There are a lot of ways. Where, that's the easiest way to refer to it. So, for instance, yeah, it would be the Amoogus meme. Where they're walking down, they they're really detailed. They have the nice sneakers. That's drip, right? 
It's an easy way to refer to like, oh, it'd be like, look at my character's cool clothing that I got for him. Look at my drip. You get some, you get some glamour plates in Final Fantasy fourteen. You drip yourself out. You make yourself look cool. Okay. It doesn't have to no, be no, video okay. games, but that's where it's mostly referred to. If you go to a store, mm-hmm. get the drip. Okay. Drip yourself. Yes. And so you are dripping. Dripping. You are, in fact, drippity dropping. Not dropping, but the water <laughs> is dripping confirmed. down. Why drip? Why not? I mean, I'm at a loss because I, I feel like I've now achieved the full old man yells at cloud status of just like, I'm not going to follow. I don't know what anything is like. I don't know. If I walked up to you and I was like, yo, check out this drip and I'm not dripping. Am I? Nah, man, you're dropped. Yeah. <laughs> or I could just say you're ugly. You could just say you're ugly. <laughs> just say no, that's uh, that's that's no. You, you look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Say that's cap, cap. Oh my god! What? Are you, I thought you made that up. This is like real thing. That's real. What is cap? It means you can't get any cooler. No, it means bullshit. Not true. False. Why is it cap? What? What happened to sus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't honestly understand why cap. <laughs> Is it because Captain America did no, that there one line when he no, was like in Hydra? No, it's just like, it's just slang. Yeah, but every slang, like all language, has origins and, and, and base, like the drip, I right, can trace just, it back to like, you're stu- dripping in good looks. Yes. Cap, meaning false. Correct. Listen, I'm not the best person to, to ask about You're the this. professor! I'm the professor for the drip, all right? I'm not the professor <laughs> for cap. I don't have a... I don't have my degree in cap yet. The terms and ad-libs cap, no cap, capper, and capping yes. was popularized in Atlanta, Georgia, when Young Thug and Future released the track, no cap. Indeed. So imagine it like this. Like, say, like, imagine in your brain, right? Replace the word cap with Lila. Assume it means the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then if you say they're capping, what are they doing? They're lying. Exactly. Oh, okay. Diff- yeah. Going back to drip, we would replace drip with Kiss swag or just cool. Oh, clothes. check out my drip. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. There. Okay. We had to yeah, find a commonality it. in my vernacular that I could then replace the word with. Which is fair. So you could say, check out my drip. I've got the drip instead of I've got the swagger. And then you would say, like, that guy's swagging or that person's dripping. You could, yes. Just don't ever say it to somebody else that doesn't don't understand it. Don't say to a normal it. You just human. Look at a normal human and be like, "I'm dripping." Do not do that, or they will look at you like a cringy twelve-year-old who is just by I did a mortgage strip. Look at me, and then and then you like default dance or something. Don't do that. Don't okay. be that person. All right, I'm glad we can all agree that we hate that person. Mm-hmm. This has been really enlightful. Enlight. This has been really enlightening. I uh, really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it's enlightening. You said enlightening. Enlightening. What are you saying? You, the first time you said, you said enlightening. Point what lightning are you in? You know, this is, this is out of my degree work. Sorry, this is out of my Point of order. Yeah. Let the record show. You first said it was enlightful, which is not a thing. Yeah, that's, that's I, don't, I don't believe that's real. Word. That's fair. That's fair. Do you need me to elucidate on your vocabulary? No. No, I'm okay. I don't have a college degree in this kind of stuff, so. Vocabulary is not my strong suit but i do have suits in my closet that when i put them on i will have the drip and i'll now know what that means thanks to you professor bean so thank you by the way what you're wearing right now dripping yes but because this is audio the viewers at home will have to guess whether or not you're telling the truth 
We're sitting here in 70 degrees and you're wearing a Supreme long sleeve shirt, a Supreme winter jacket, Supreme beanie, Supreme scar. I don't worry. I brought my Supreme brick. That's real, by the way. That is not fake. It is. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. For like breaking windows. Supreme well, if you want to build a Supreme house, all right? Listen, you're not going to be living where you are forever. You got to build one, get your bricks, spend like $12 a brick or whatever it is. But the thing is, <laughs> is that like, you know what a brick looks like, right? I do. Right? I'm aware. So there's the bigger side. Yeah. And there's the smaller side. And the smaller side is what you would see on the building. Right. The word Supreme is written on the bigger side that's being stacked on top of that you wouldn't even see. <laughs> so only you would know that your house is built on Supreme. Correct. Well, that's dumb. Indeed. I feel a little bit smarter and a little bit dumber. I don't know where we came out ratio-wise, but I still appreciate you being here. Thank you. No problem. Now I'm going to send you back through the teleporter. All right. Thanks for coming back from My the future. My planet needs me. Your planet <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel lacking now because I don't have a special guest. So I missed something that I didn't realize I missed which was online shopping. Oh, okay. Cause I have not done a lot of online shopping. Just, I, I don't know. I'm very, I'm a very impatient person. I like to go out to a thing and buy it. That doesn't really make sense. During the whole quarantine, you didn't do enough online shopping and now you miss it. I mean, I did, I did a couple little things. I'm like, all right, cool. Like with, with like the stimulus and whatnot. I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but like, I hadn't really done a whole lot. Cause it was just like, all right, I need like pants. Versus like, oh, like I'm going to buy something frivolous or exclusive or whatever else, which is like a different thing. So what did you buy? One thing I bought was uh, noodles. Oh, the frivolous purchase of a good noodle. <laughs> but like a good noodle, like a real good noodle. <laughs> well, no, because one of my favorite restaurateurs with like his like restaurant group basically mm. partnered with a like a noodle company and like we're going to make like instant versions of our noodles that we serve in our restaurants and I'm like cool and I bought them and they came today and I'm like these are really good actually <laughs> and I like these but I was like very excited I think for most of it like yes receiving them but also like your package is out for delivery like oh well you're cut. oh like, yeah okay yeah 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 that anticipation is very exciting to me my little sister and I have started a YouTube channel so I had a new mic come in so that we could both record at the same time. And I was feeling that same thing of like, whoa, it's going to be here on Thursday. Right, right. Exactly. Just like, oh, it's fun to me that like I paid you money and you gave me a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you. You shifted right to my house. It's the same kind of weird feeling of like if there was just like a slit in your wall and you slid in money and then a thing opened up and just like something you wanted like, came out of it. Just like noodles came out. <laughs> just like, cool. Oh, thank you. Oh, these are good noodles. But it, it, it was that like when I got like my mattress, like I bought a new mattress and that was like one of those fun Internet podcast mattresses. You have to roll it out and let it do the thing and blow up and b -b 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 like all that. I'm like, OK, cool. I am pro buying things on the internet when i am able to right yeah uh, we are not a financial we're, we're not planet money we do not give financial advice <laughs> shop within your budget please yeah that's something we've been talking a lot about is finances now that we're married right like how does that work do we have two separate bank accounts like it's one of those weird things where i'm not a big selfish person when it comes to money right but I also want to be able to buy like my fun things, but also I want her to be able to buy her fun things, but I don't want right. it to feel like we're taking money away from the other person's fun things. 
Well, I mean, that's the discussion of like, do you have do you have a joint account as well as a like your own account? Yeah, it's hard, but it's better to have those discussions than just kind of put all the money into one thing and then have one of those, the members of the relationship just start pulling out money. Just, no discussion. Just like insider trading their way into like <laughs> bankrupting you. Yep. <laughs> Everyone put down your wooden clothes hangers. Close your organizing spice racks and hold on to your minimalist throw pillows because it is happening. Marie Kondo has a new Netflix special. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the like business one, right? Where she goes into like businesses, right? I'm going to be completely honest. I started writing this degree as soon as I saw it and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. <laughs> So you just you just like you just see the name and you're just like gah and like <laughs> I want to celebrate. You're right. It's called Sparking Joy with Marie Kondo, as opposed to Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Ah. And it's gotten me thinking about how, as we've gotten older, our mentality about what items we get in our lives has shifted. All right. So like I've begun thinking less about what something does. And more about how it makes me feel. Okay. When I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, I want this toy because it can do this. I want to play this game because I'll be able to do that. Now I'm, I'm looking at things and I'm like, okay, if I get this desk, how is it going to make me feel? Like, how's it going to feel mm. having this in the room? How's it going to feel having that piece of art? I t- actually totally get it. I bought a organizer thing. Mm-hmm. I bought it. I was like, oh, this is going to look really cool. And then I like put it up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> this, oh, is, yeah. this is the stuff like <laughs> it's interesting. Like back in the day, we used to think uh, we used to get a lot of toys, like just a lot of stuff. Yeah. And now before I buy anything, it's partly her thing of like thinking, OK, does this spark joy? Right. Are you able to mentally look at this and actually notice whether or not you're feeling that spark of like actual happiness? But another part of it is envisioning your life with it. So like if I get this shirt, it looks cool. And I look at it, I'm like, oh, that's a cool shirt. Right. Now, actually put yourself in the mindset of waking up in the morning and putting on that shirt and going about your day. Are you happy you're wearing that shirt? (laughs) Do you feel self-conscious wearing the shirt? Does it look cool, but you put it on you're like this is not me that's the thing too is like when you find like i have four different pairs of the same shirt in different colors because mm-hmm. i like no this is the shirt this yeah is exactly like this is this is it it's especially in in the kind of circles we run in with our comics or our art right. or yeah yeah or gaming it's really easy to collect stuff right i've got a ton of pop figures and I feel bad because a lot of them were gifts, but I'll look at some of them and I'll go like, I, the only reason I have this is because gamers have pop figures. This is true. And also like you kind of been told to have pop figures. Right. And granted, there are some that are like, oh, no, I genuinely do want that. Like that is a, you know, a weird specific niche thing that I like. Mm-hmm. And I want that in you know my life or whatever. Some of them are gifts. And th- I mean, you could argue that there's value to it being a gift. Like my mom gave me a Ruth Bader Ginsburg pop figure and i'm like cool i have never really shown an inclination for rbg I, <laughs> she's she was a fantastic lawyer and she's an interesting american icon but like i had never sat down with my mom and been like <laughs> i really like rbg 
<laughs> my mom never came into my room and saw my Ruth Bader Ginsburg poster, poster on the wall. <laughs> and me listening to uh, like tapes of the court record. Her, right. Her historic <laughs> 1970s cases with the ACLU. Like gives her a weird thing because there are a lot of people that, especially in the minimalist community, they say, all right. I never buy something for myself. I wait till it's gifted because then it has a story and I only like right. to have things with stories. But like, I look at some of the stuff I was gifted. And I was like, I'd love the people that gave me this. I love the fact that they gave it to me, but I don't need the item itself. Right. How do you do that? How do you how do you in good conscience get rid of a gift? I mean, some of those things you just kind of got like grit and bear, you know, like if your mother like <laughs> your well, like if you're like, don't. Well, like if your mother-in-law gives you like like a vase or something or a picture, you're keeping it up because, you know, she's going to be over your house and visiting you versus like if I gave you a pop, I'm not going to necessarily notice. So I think it is kind of a like a feel it out situation. Yeah. Depending on what the gift is, because I've definitely given away gifts. Another thing I struggle with is getting rid of some things that cost a lot of money, which I, the sunken cost fallacy, basically. Right, right. Or they have like some kind of usefulness. Like I have so many thumb drives. <laughs> <laughs> it's a random thing to have a lot of. Because like you get them for like leadership courses or you had a couple for school and then you need right. another one for your graphic arts course. Right, right. And then you just have them. That storage space is useful, but I'm not using them. Well, because the, no one uses thumb drives anymore unless they're trying to like hack a bank. <laughs> And they like plug it in and it does the thing. And, it's <laughs> yeah. just, and then like 98% it stops. And like what? And then the bad guy comes and like smashes your head into a desk. <laughs> Have you watched the movie Hacker? I haven't, no. So fucking funny. <laughs> it's basically that. Like a, there, there's a ton of like. I'm in. <laughs> so one of my favorite computer things I've ever seen in a film is Lego Batman. Oh, Lego Batman was awesome. Love that movie. There is a two second sequence out of the whole opening everything, which is they're introducing all the villains. Like we're going to get the Joker and Clayface and Two-Face and Catwoman, all that stuff. And it cuts to Two-Face driving this huge van and Catwoman is sitting on the ledge with a computer. Two-Face goes in the radio and says, Catwoman, we need that door open. And it cuts to her with her giant Lego hands going, <laughs> like bashing on the key and entering the word password. <laughs> and then she just goes, meow, meow, you're in, meow, meow. <laughs> just like, <laughs> if that does not win like the Mark Twain prize for humor, no, that needs to be in the Smithsonian on a loop. <laughs> it is so funny she's just like banging on the computer with literal lego hands oh that movie's a goddamn fever dream i love that movie because of the part where like bruce gets home puts the lobster thing in the fridge or in the microwave oh. just stands there and we see like the light going by yes. his face in a circle it's just like a full on 30 second that scene that movie has a, has so many great little one-liners mm -hmm. like when he meets robin for the first time dick is trying to get adopted 
because he's an orphan. He's going to talk to Bruce and he's like, oh, well, I, you know, I've always looked up to you. He's like, oh, what do they call you, son? He goes, oh, they call me Dick. And <laughs> Bruce goes, ah, well, kids can be cruel. <laughs> it's just like. And they just move on. They just move on. That joke is, that movie's like a joke a second. Like, yeah, oh yeah. We gotta keep this going. He also fights Sauron. He does, yeah. And like Agent and Smith Daleks. and Voldemort. And the Daleks. If you haven't seen this movie, you should. It's one oh of the, like, it's so crazy. They built a toy and then that toy became so popular that they made a movie about the toys. And then a character in the movie about the toys got a spinoff movie. And I would argue it's probably just as good as the original movie. Which is the thing is because like really that movie should not have been as good as it was. Right. Yeah. I remember they announced the like the Lego movie. We we're just like, it's going to be like a two hour ad for Legos. Mm-hmm. All right. And now it's like, oh, why am I crying over about bricks? Yeah. <laughs> why am I crying about plastic? <laughs> so I mentioned this on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Buying concert tickets and how you know i can do that with somewhat confidence so now i'm going to go to the pivot to the other end of it which is going to shows okay buying concert tickets yeah that's a rush and that's you know adrenaline pumping and all of that but going to the show itself is a whole other level for me i say this because i have a show in 24 hours oh really it's that soon right it's just like 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 this time tomorrow i will be in a room shoulder to shoulder with 20 people probably and it will be great what you have to do is you have to record a little snippet like just a few minutes like after you get back from the concert and just like how it was and like the high that you're riding and we'll put it in because that's ultimately it it's just like the high Mm -hmm. it's just this like wow like (laughs) On top of being able to see a band for the first time or seeing a band you've seen multiple times or, a sh- you know, what a comedian, a play, whatever else. It's just this excitement of like going to going to a live event, which I sorely missed. I mean, it's like seeing Mickey Mouse in person. Yeah. Like you, you've you've heard their stuff, you've seen their stuff and then you're like, oh, it's it's really right. you. Right. That's a, and I'm notoriously very bad around famous people. Oh, or people, okay. People I perceive to be famous. <laughs> okay. The reason I, I have that qualifier is because who I consider to be famous. They're not A-listers. Right. They're not A-listers. Like I freaked out <laughs> on a podcast. Like there was a guy who came into like work one day who the guy who makes a lore, that podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <gasps> like, <laughs> I don't even listen to lore. But I know who you are. <laughs> but I know who you are and you're notable. So like I'm going to allow me to freak out. It's got to be such a cool vibe. I can relate to this a little bit from the things I've gone to, but just the fact that you're going to see something that you're totally into. There's this vibe in the air because everybody else there is just as into this thing that you are also into. Right. And I'm also like anticipation of like, oh, what if we do this song? How are we going to do that? How are they going to like, are they going to do something different or weird with it? Or like, what's what's going on with it? Yeah, because it's not like you guys are getting together to watch like a a film on a screen. Right. Like there's a there's a bit of like suspense because you don't know exactly what they're going to do. What's going to happen. Right. I don't know. How are they going to adapt that song? That's like 10 minutes. (laughs) I don't know. We'll figure it out. Oh, that's so freaking cool. And like, what are they going to do on stage? Right. Light a car. What are they going to wear? (laughs) Oh, what is she going to wear? What are you going to (laughs) wear? I don't know. <laughs> so much ah. excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a tuxedo. 
You might as well. To a nightclub. This yeah. is the fanciest event you've gone to in like a year and a half. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think it's mostly it's just the anticipation of going to a live thing is very just like, oh, thank God this is back for, for now. I hate being in close proximity with people. That's my biggest thing. Like we went to Scribble Showdown. You you had basically my version of what you're talking about with like my A-listers where you had right. Yeah, you had Dom from Domics, you had Jaden Animations, you had Odd Ones Out, you had uh Rubber Ross, and you had Aaron Hansen, who's my hero. Right. And you're just like trying not to flip out. Jenny can tell you I was sitting in the chair next to her like, that's fucking him. That's him. He's in real life. He's right there. We are close. I could yell to him if I wanted to. Yeah. So one of my absolute favorite concert stories that is, you know, I don't know how I feel about it now, but it is um, one of the shows I went to Kimbra. She's a great solo artist. I recommend everyone check her out because she's great for her last album. I went to her normal standard tour, which was great. Full band, lots of crazy sound effects, lots of crazy lights. It was fun. It was great. (laughs) When that tour wrapped, she goes, actually, I'm going to tour again, but I'm going to do an acoustic version. Of the so, album? Yeah. Holy or so, crap. So like, select songs from the album. Okay. It's like a piano player, an upright bass in me. And she did a, a, a different setting. She did it at a museum. Okay. So it was a different, totally different vibe. And I remember like, it was one of those things where no one was like screaming and clapping and cheering and like making all the sound. It was just like, I was going to sat and just like, listen. Yeah. Um, and at one point she like finished the song, everyone's clapping and she like stepped away and got a drink of water. And in my infinite wisdom, I decided, no. I decided to shout, no. I, I decided to say, no. I decided to shout, you're doing great. <laughs> and she just goes, thank you. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me because it's just like, sitting around a sculptor and they're sculpting and everyone's just quietly watching and analyzing and the sculptor pauses for a bit and you're just in the back like you're doing great that was basically it like that was it i was like six or seven i was like six or seven rows back and it's like you're doing great and she's like thank you so so fucking funny to me because it's like i know if i was performing i would want to know like hey is this going well <laughs> so to have somebody be and like, that's the thing is like don't worry because no other context is like if i'm in a bar show and there's quiet am i gonna yell you're doing great like <laughs> or is there gonna be enough quiet for me to to be heard screaming you're doing like at the phoebe bridgers show if i shout you're doing great she's not gonna hear it yeah exactly there's this essence of like she's trying to meet your expectations right right and you're just like don't worry you're doing great like, right you right got this. and she's like i'm the artist you came here to see me i know i'm doing great i don't do a good job you, <laughs> you've seen me four times don't worry we're enjoying it right it's, it's just like, like <laughs> i wonder how artists feel about that i mean i'm sure for like certain people it's like whatever yeah but like if the artist is small enough, I'm sure they're like, thanks. For some reason, I think Phoebe Bridgers would be like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, she would say exactly that. She would yeah. you know, she would like just kind of smile quietly like, hell yeah, cool. Like, yeah, like a little thanks. nod. Like, mm-hmm. like a little nod. Just a little like, yeah. Her vibe is so 
awesome. funny. Yeah. It's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> I was playing songs by her and for someone and they were just like, oh, I like this. And it's like the music is somewhat serious and sad and like all this kind of stuff. But like her other aesthetic is not like this at all. Right. <laughs> it is very funny. It is very meme It is very internet-y. Like <laughs> all of her like merch is death metal themed like it's all like death metal font and skulls on fire and like flames it's like baby bridgers <laughs> and she's such like this petite like <laughs> nice person she's a petite but nice blonde woman who's like i have emotion emotion sickness like <laughs> and you're just like okay I'm really excited for you to to be able to go on this. So let's let's check in with future you and see how that went. Okay, take it away. Well, it sounds like it went pretty well. Yeah. God, I hope it went well. I hope we didn't die. Yeah. I hope we didn't just like hear me coming in and going, unfortunately, at the concert, Matt yelled out, you're doing great and was beaten to death by the rest of the crowd. (laughs) When you introduce yourself to someone, what you are essentially doing is showing them your own personal trailer. Okay. You're saying, here's what I'm like, and this is what you can expect from me if we continue to interact. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is one way to put it. Coming soon to a friendship near you, Alan. (laughs) Right, you're like, cool. And you're doing it with like your every word, your body language, all of it. But that personal trailer changes the more you grow and develop to reflect who you are then. What I'd like to propose is that we create a new podcast trailer that more <laughs> accurately represents what we've grown into as this premiere podcast. Bold to assume we're a premiere <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't think it's bold at all to have <laughs> eyes or, or ears. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, <laughs> I wish someone would yell that at us <laughs> sometime. sometime. Maybe in a form of a review, who knows? I, I would be down to record a, a new, uh, an updated trailer. All right, let's do it. Like now? Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's what I've been thinking about. The trailer should communicate something. What should it communicate? Should it communicate the fact that we're friends? Is that a given? I would assume so. Should we communicate the premise of the podcast? I think it should be a little a combo of the two. Okay. So what I was thinking was like, we should talk about how, you know, the podcast is about love. It's about revolting against corporate global companies it's about like that niche unthought joys that we experience throughout life yeah and sharing these things with other people and bouncing off those ideas as well as introducing you to do things it's open mind that by looking for things to appreciate which we have to do we have to every week go out into the world and find three things that we genuinely like about the world By doing that and then coming back, what I'm hoping we can do is build an appreciative outlook on life in general. Okay. Yeah. Because I know when we we did Six Degrees of Trash, I remember us saying like, wow, it's hard to find things that like we're upset about now because I'm so used to looking for things to be happy about. 
I think that's ultimately is like once you start changing your mindset to like that pod that looking for things to be happy about, it's like it's easier. I think we should start it with a cold open in the trailer. <laughs> Do you think that's a good idea? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I think I might have one that might be able to work. Ready? Yep. All right. Be careful of the lasers up ahead. Yep. I see them. 50 degrees. Confirm. Turning. We're like modern day Robin Hoods. Take from people, distribute to other people based purely on our own moral opinions and values. Have you ever thought about why it should be us? Like, why are our morals right? I know we're like in someone's home currently. So like it's too. It's like a rough time to bring it up. Right. It's like it's too far now. But like, do do you think about it? I mean, yeah, I think about it. I think I'm a, a person that. Hold on. Can I get the light? Yeah, here. I think I'm a person that looks at life very positively. I can really take in the parts of life that are worth something. And when I see people who don't acknowledge that worth, I know that it's okay to steal from them. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, but I think there's a better outlet for you. Okay, like what? Maybe podcast? Like record something? Yeah. Like with you? Sure. I mean, we've been friends for, what, seven years? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, I could sit down with you and and record something. Like, what would you want to record about? Just kind of everything we want to talk about in our lives that brings us joy we want to talk about. And by by doing that, you know, we'll kind of build a positive outlook on life in general. I think so. And then we can steal during like our off times. Or are we not not stealing anymore? I I, I mean, I don't know if that's the vibe anymore. Okay, we'll talk about it. Right. Did you, you tripped the wire. Why? Uh, I told you not to don't. To, ah, here fuck. come the dogs. <laughs> well, uh, I guess this is the premiere episode, so uh, I'm your roguishly handsome co-host, Alan Parker. I'm running from dogs. I'm Matt. <laughs> and we are six degrees of celebration. <laughs> Car like drives off. I think we've made progress. <laughs> I think I think it's an improvement. I actually wrote that cold open a while back. Oh, really? Yeah, it has scripted out parts like car door slams, mute alarm sound, <laughs> tire track speed off. I had like little sections where I like assumed what you were going to say and I wrote little responses to it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I wrote this joke. Like we're here stealing the jewel of Bautist Tart. What? Bautist Tart. What is Bautist Tart? This podcast! <laughs> I wrote that myself! Who's a fucking writer now? We're done. I can't believe it worked, too. We're done. Nope, I'm out. Well, while Matt <laughs> continues to bleed from the nose, let's <laughs> thank our good friend Lakey Inspired for the use of our theme song, The Process. Very cool, dude. You can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, how are you doing this? How did you get on here without going to an app? Because it's that. Are we on the dark web? Are we in charge of drug trafficking? We'll let the Council of Six handle that aspect of the podcast. <laughs> Matt, thank you for being here. Thanks for potting with me. To pod or not to pod, <laughs> that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the fart jokes and musings of two outrageous grown men, or to take up keyboards against a sea of content and by reviewing, support them. Not bad. Thank you. So there's a, a I, I learned about a methods of Shakespearean acting before we like got where we are now, which is like, look at what they're saying and understand what they're saying. Right. One of which was just half tones. As you did the lines, you just went up a half tone. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, and by opposing endum, <laughs> to die, to sleep, I perchance to dream, and just like, go just like, like, 
it's escalating. Yeah. I mean, it builds this anxiety. Like, yeah. Hearing you do it, I tensed up. But that's the thing is like, that's not a, that's not an anxious speech. That's a very sad speech. It feels like waiting for a drop in like a, a dubstep <laughs> song. Get thee to a nunnery. <laughs> Play us out. And you can enjoy 23 more hours of that over in the theater, Subject 3. Has everyone jumped off? Everyone has jumped off the boat now. Ah, a new record. Well, we tried. Do you want to go to Subject 2? And get our plasma taken out, separated, and then injected into our face? Absolutely. Like an actual literal thing that Gwyneth Paltrow actually literally did in her show that she actually literally has on Netflix. That's Pepper Potts.